All right, we are back, dude. We're back. Black, back, black, back Republican. I was gonna say black <laughs> Republican. Repu- I said back no, Republican. We're, dude, we're black Republican podcast, black and we're Republican back in the fucking bro. studio, right? Hashtag shout out Candace Owens and Kanye West. All right, bringing black Republicans to. Great, dude. I'm gonna be posting this on YouTube, man. Yeah, yo, you want to get those Prager U views, bro? No, I don't. Shout out Prager U. I really don't. All right, (laughs) slavery wasn't about slavery. Please, Junior, stop. The Civil War is not about slavery. Stop while we're It was about economics. I not monetize. Stop. Do you not know that it was about economics? Dude, please stop. (laughs) Don't don't make me shoot an unarmed black man, dude. (laughs) Wow. Don't make me do it. Wouldn't be new, you know. <laughs> you know when they used to do that back in slavery times, right? Chandler PD is like, we saw what you Yo, did remember on when they made that movie? Remember when they made that movie, Abraham what? Lincoln Vampire Hunter? That was that sick. was after a book. I never saw it. It looked cool though. That was after a book. Yeah. Oh, I just thought that was a sick ass. No, it was made after a popular book. I, I don't know how much, how many books that author wrote, but like, yeah, that, that one, came that out one, when I was like, that one took off eleven. Yeah. So once I got home, I was like, I remember MTV had it. I'm hunting like, vampires. Yeah, I, I'm Lincoln pretty much vampire. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, oh my a ginger in Arizona. Oh. I'm like, I'm hunting vampires like Dude, Abe. Lincoln. Hunting vampires never seemed fun. Yeah, like you just got shafted. I, I always liked. Heroes, you know, I'm I'm writing a novel, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a thespian. You're writing a novel. Writing a novel. It's called Lunar. Uh, I'm almost done with. Is it fiction? Yeah. Oh shit, dude, that's really sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. I I think I told you about it. Oh, I was probably black. (laughs) See, (laughs) just like best writers. I've been writing it on and off for six years, six or seven years. Oh wow. And you almost have an outline. Well, I wrote half of it and then i completely scrapped it and, and right and threw away a lot of characters and then switched some characters around because because okay. i thought i thought of a better angle to do it originally it was going to be like like high school boys go on a camping trip and then they get attacked by a werewolf and then i was like and then i was like i switched it around and like one of the character's sisters get bit by a werewolf and then i was like how about just make her the main character she was way better of a character than any of the ones i wrote I was like, I like her way better than all of them. So I just killed all of them off and just started over and then started from the beginning, you know? So basically, it's like a middle school girl goes to camp, Camp Omega, and in Minnesota, shout out, set in Minnesota. Is that an actual camp out there? Is that that, the camp? It is, is, but that's just a coincidence. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, Camp Omega, Alpha Beta Omega, werewolves. Right, yes. The pack. And. And then she, she she gets mauled by an animal. They don't know what it is. It's at night. She almost dies. And then she starts exhibiting changes, you know, kind of like puberty, you know, changes. The overarching theme of the novel. Wait, it, is this an erotic novel? No, it's not. Okay. That'd be creepy. <laughs> if you, the if kids are 13. She, that'd the be way weird. you said she's going through changes. Going through changes. Well, no, I, well like, I was going to say. Is just a wet werewolf? That'd be a, hilarious. A wet wolf? That'd be so funny. No, but like, you know, she, she gets bit by the werewolf. They they learn that she's aware of her, her twin brother, um, and her best friend, AJ. And so the three of them are like she got bit by a werewolf. Like they don't know what a werewolf is. So it's like it's like said in real world. So it's like what the fuck? Like werewolves are real now. And then they're like, well, we have to find the alpha because they say you get bit by an alpha. So who was it that bit me? It's, it's 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 a person. And then they find out it's one of the kids in camp. And so it's like a mystery novel, like the first three Harry Potter books, where it's like mm. they have to find out who's the alpha. Why do they bite her? Because they find out the alpha did on purpose. And then can she reverse the curse before it's too late? Because she wants to get rid of the curse. Can I take a wild swing and guess a plot point? Yeah. Did he try to pass it on to her? Like is it a one at a time type thing? 
or is it just like an infection thing like vampires where if you um, get bit it grows is it the first one of like him passing it off to her or just it growing no, in population? It, it, no it's not passing on just growing in population oh, okay but the, the thing is you either survive or you you die and then she survived it but then her her brother and her best friend they have to find out who is the alpha as one of the campers and then at the end you find out who it is surprise it's gonna be surprised find out who it is it's, it's not, a real Nancy it's, Drew. Did real it. Nancy Drew. It's not who you would expect to be the alpha. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you find out the reasons why they um, turned her. And then there's like a big battle at the end. And then you know, I I was gonna only do a standalone, but now I kind of want to make two more books over it. This sounds like straight Twilight. No, it's not. It's straight. <laughs> what? Twilight. It's gonna be a multi-billion-dollar oh, okay. success. Okay, but but the overarching thing—the reason I say change—I'm your agent, baby. I'm, I'm fascinated. I, I feel like the overarching theme of the novel, the whole thing, is like, is like irreversible change. That's the over the the overarching theme of it. So like, when you go through puberty, you can't change it. It happens. You want to be like, can I just be a kid again? Can I just stay a kid? I don't want to like get a deeper voice and develop testosterone and get taller or have a period. I don't want to do that. I just want to be a kid. So it's like that when somebody dies, because there's death involved in it, you can't change that. A loved one, a friend, a family, they're gone. You can't change that. And then the third one, and I feel like one of the most important, is when someone um, like hurts you in a way, like they leave your life or they say very mean things or they treat you horribly. And then now they're like, oh, I'm cool. I've changed. And it's like, maybe they have. But what they did to you can't be changed. That damage, that abuse can't be changed. And so that's like the overarching theme of the novel. But yeah. it's it's really hard writing a book. It's so fucking hard. I bet. It's yeah. so fucking hard. Especially so when work. you're like, you owe back rent to your brother. Yeah. And you're like, I got to hit these open mics. And you're like, well, trying well, to be. Well, I did do mics last week. I was working. That's the thing. That's why. Damn. Yeah. If I owe back rent, I usually. Um, but soon I'll, I'll have a different job. Dude, working is so stupid. Working blows, having to pay. Like, that's why I voted. You seem like you'd be a bad employee. I got to say, True Dear. What? I don't know. I'm if a I, great employee. I don't know if I wouldn't fire you. Though. How dare you? I How feel dare like you? I, you're I'm lucky. incredible. That you don't drink so much because I feel like you would drink on the job. Yeah, yeah. If I did drink, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely would. Probably, I don't know. I don't know. My drink. job, my job is pretty easy though. Like it doesn't require it. I feel like drink on the job. Although I did work for a call center where everyone drank on the job. Everybody, they were all alcoholics. It was hilarious, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I'm an alcoholic." <laughs> they would have like a QT cup and they would fill it with vodka, right? Like the whole thing. And they drink it during the eight That's hour That's alcoholics shift. unanimous. Bro, it was Where insane. they're all like, no, let it be known. And I it's couldn't public. believe, I was like, you guys can hide it so well. And then after like a month working, I was like, y'all ain't hiding it well. Fuck out of here. I, I could tell very quickly. Y'all mm, it well for people who don't drink. Yeah. It was Like how problem. drunk did these people get at the call center? Oh, all the way drunk. They, they, they'd get like. They were slurring the words and mm-hmm, everything? Mm-hmm. What slurs? No, I'm kidding. Um. But really, like the, the entire yeah, I like when people are saying like he was slurring his words. I'm like, yeah. what? It's, <laughs> it slurring. gets him every time. Um, but yeah, at a call center, your entire job yeah. is diction, yeah, and speaking clearly, communication, yeah, and you're but you're getting blackouts. But people don't realize the call center trick. You could just put them on hold. Be like, excuse me, let me try to forget the hold. Fucking eight minutes, you know, and then press unhold. Yeah, we're working on it right now. This is a few more minutes. Hold again. Just fucking go on your phone. Chill out. Go get up. Walk. Talk to your friend. People do it all the time. 
I've been left on hold for like two. That's just oh, yeah. when people just put it on hold and then clock out. Oh, yeah. That is terrible. Yeah. Dude, call my- centers are, they only employ people who would never and dude, even do a cashier job. And that's the call center when you go to, now a lot of call centers, it's work from home. So there are people who like have their desk set up. Okay. Like, let me put it on hold and then go cook something. They go make fucking lunch. Go make some eggs, and they'll come back fifteen minutes later. Like, yeah, um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna transfer you to our other department, and then we'll just do that. <laughs> They're just eating tonkatsu ramen. Yeah. They yeah. make like twenty one an hour. It's fucking, it's chill, bro. It's insane. It's, it's funny how like I just realized this. Security yeah. guards and call centers are always the most underqualified motherfuckers mm-hmm. I've ever met. Yeah. Like, I have friends who I'm like, you can't possibly have a job. Oh, and yeah. They're like, oh, I'm a security guard at night, and I yeah. DJ. And I'm like, oh, you're, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because security, security guards, guards get it's, tasers. It's the easiest thing. And some of them are armed. If you're armed, you can get, like, 30 to 35 an hour. Dude, that's You're crazy. an armed security guard. And they look it, like they just stopped committing crime five minutes ago. Yeah. All of them, like, Dude, face tattoos Dude, I remember when shit. I used to deliver yeah. pizzas one time, there was an armed security guard, this, like, young Mexican kid. He looked like he was 19. And he would just stand in the front of the building, and he'd be on his phone. I'm talking on his phone. And I was like, yeah. dude, I, I could just walk into this building yeah. and just rob somebody. Or I could just come up and kill you. Dude. Because you're not looking out. You're looking down <laughs> on your phone. The most. With the gun right there. The most useless protection is dispensary security guards. What the fuck are they gonna have you seen those people yeah they open doors yeah their entire job is to wear a gun and open a door it's crazy and And that's only because it's not federally legal right yeah it's like just make it federally legal yeah especially in like good neighborhoods because i've been to some dispensaries in more hood areas Mm -hmm. where that security guard you're like you can't even tell if he's working there he's not even labeled security Mm -hmm. it's just a 300 pound unit of a man (laughs) just sitting on a stool looking through tender yeah and that's a security guard it's that always, you want to have, dude. That's fucking hilarious. It's yeah. just a guy who's like had more stare downs than fights. Mm-hmm. That's the type of motherfucker yeah. who just has the game, the yeah, juice, it's just like, to be like, it, you don't want to do this it, today. It's like when presidents have secret service and they'll just be wearing like a t-shirt and mm-hmm. jeans. Yeah. Just like some dude who like killed bin Laden. And he's just sitting in the coffee shop where the president is in the corner. But he's supposed to look normal, but he's fucking yoked. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, right. Yeah. And like has like a solid earpiece right there. And it's just like, come on, bro. That would have been know. hard back in the day, I guess. If you're like full on espionage, you work in the CIA or something, mm-hmm. you're overseas, and you're trying to just look like a hokey dokey tourist, yeah. but you're fucking ripped yeah. and everyone else is built like a lopsided blunt. Yeah. You Dude, just, you uh, stick out right back away. in the nineteen fifties, yeah. In shape guys were like me. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> who were just like, Yeah, I'm strong. <laughs> You know, We're like, what do you like, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who fight just, like this? You have like with a belly. Fucking, you have yeah. a belly. You have fucking. Oh, dude, let's jaundice. do. Let's do. Uh, uh, what? Shadow puppets. Can people even see? Yeah, I don't know. Can <laughs> let's spell oh out. My, let's spell oh out my. fun words with shadow puppets, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> I. <laughs> no. Oh my God. <laughs> Say it on stage. Say it on stage. Say it on stage. Yo, Daddy, that do was it. that was one of the funnest things. Was that devils is like we would try and get certain comments to say the n word, 
<laughs> like, who, who got like Andy got close one time? Oh yeah, Uncle Chow's gonna break soon. And, and Andy only got close because he was like talking about slurs, like 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 what are these slurs? Like what what do they mean? And we're like, mean? just say just say some of them. Say the other one. Yeah. And really, he's like, what? We're like, Dude. go ahead, say it. We give you permission. <laughs> if you're trying to be deep, that's in one Arizona, of the funniest things. Yeah, in Arizona, if you're trying to be deep with your comedy, mm-hmm. good fucking luck. Like oh you, yeah! You can't be esoteric and you pontificate cannot. these ideas. I, you I, will I, get flayed. You gotta so be hard, silly. Dude. You gotta be fucking wacky. Yeah, yeah. I remember talking to Charlie Spies about that. Yeah, it's you like, have to go up and if you're a smart comic day. in Phoenix, kill yourself. All right, move. <laughs> move. You gotta move. Yeah. Like move. the go King to someplace Jacob's more pretentious. Xavier Jacob Morris, he moved. You know, oh if you God. if you are writing King, okay, if you're a king of the pen. Oh my God! What? You don't like me saying that you're just a mere squire? No, I'm, I am. You, you are a mere apprentice, I love not even Xavier. a squire. I love him, but when I watch him, it reminds me of like when a dad tries to be cool with his friend's son. Like, what's happening? Home slices? You know, like that's the vibe I get no matter what when he's on stage. It's like, he's like, hey, Coolio's, uh, uh, what's capping? You know, it's like, what's oh my capping? God. Jesus Christ, man. <sighs> Stop. Stop. Oh I, I know God. his comics want to be likable, but not that much. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> I fucking damn. hate it. I hate it. I was talking to uh, Darrell. Yeah. The best Yo, black shout comic out. In the shout scene. out. Shout out to Darrell. He's, uh, he's, he's actually my mentor. He taught me how to eat pussy. <laughs> like, it's on my resume. Okay. It is. It's on your cover letter, actually. You open with it. Um, yeah. But I was talking with him yesterday because I was in the stall at Tavern mm-hmm. and he was at the urinal. And no, no, some white guy was at the urinal. He came in and he was just waiting. And the white guy who was at the urinal, he was like, oh, sorry, I'll just be a minute, sir. And Darrell's like, it's it's all right. I'm waiting for the stall. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, uh, you could probably shit in the urinal, but they probably wouldn't like that too much. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then the oh, white guy the leaves and I come out of the stall. I'm like, Darrell, does that happen with white people a lot where like they just try to be one of the good ones? He's like, yeah, all the time. Yeah, like white people all go out of their way yeah. to ruin his day to prove to him, I'm yeah. not racist. Like they're yeah. trying to be, hello, brother. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. white people. No, that's it's absolutely so true. Terrible. Darrell's absolutely right about that. Yeah, it's it's white people that don't that are never around black people. Right. And so they don't know how to act. This they're is like, their shot. They're like weirded yeah. out. Some of them are scared of black people. Mm-hmm. Some of them just want approval from black people. Right, right, right. And I, as someone who grew up in Minnesota, I know this very well. Yeah. And, and even like when I would go visit my friends back home and I'd go to one of their friends like college parties and I was always the only black guy. Always. Yeah. Always the only black and, guy. And you weren't. Not only the only yeah. black guy, but as soon as I walked, I was always the biggest guy on top of that. True, this, this behemoth. Yeah. Who walks in this dark-skinned behemoth i would come in and then they'd be like what the fuck is this and then like half the people would just like bombard me with questions and like you hey man you need a drink you need a drink you need something you need a drink and then like i remember whenever i would say oh uh i'm not i actually don't drink they'd be like what the fuck are you doing here then like they would get so fucking pissed the, the moment i said i don't drink i'd be like well i'm here i'm, I'm dd'ing for my friends like, i want them to get home safe and like i want to hang out with them you know yeah but yeah but That's, I remember, like, it, it was a lot of, like, suburban, upper-middle-class white kids. If Inner-city white kids, they always had black friends, Latin friends, Asian friends. Mm-hmm. It wasn't weird. They were around it, you know? But the suburban kids, it was very odd for them. Yeah. Because they didn't, their experience of black is BET and Young Thug. 
Right. Which is a very nuanced experience of black. It's very specific. It's like the 1% of black. And, and it's there's also all these other a, a lot of what white people see as black culture is what yeah. white people decided white people should see of black culture. Yeah. Because a lot of, yeah, a lot of American, uh, black American culture shit is, it's not kept a secret. No, it's, it's, just it's so, like ubiquitous, like worldwide. Yeah. That's why I like to the point where it's like some white people, they think that's the only black culture. Like, like they'll they'll meet like someone like me who's like African who's like raised here or may possibly born and raised here, and and they see them and they like speak proper and wear like Foo Fighter T-shirts and they're like, what? This isn't black. Like, why aren't you more black? Mm. And it's like, do you understand? First of all, where I come from, you retard. Yeah. <laughs> like, like my parents are straight African. Mm. Their English is dog shit. Cause, but on on your standards, they're not black. Because they don't listen to 50 Cent. Yeah. They don't have do-rags. They don't even know what those are. Mm-hmm. And they try and read books. <laughs> like, right. what? Like, but it's so nuanced. and it, But it's so it's so ignorant to just be like, well, my version of black that I see is all the versions of black, you know? And then you have to try and tell them, like, like respectfully, like, listen, you guys, there's lots of other types of black besides the one you saw on MTV2. Right. And then, yeah. and then the worst is when they're like, "No, that's the right kind of black." <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. They're like, "Oh, you're just racist. You're just a racist." White no, person. but you're supposed to be an entertainer, <laughs> a clown, <laughs> or a criminal. Yeah. If if you weren't shooting a gun or telling a joke, where the weed at? Where, where your baby mamas? Be where like, where are your TikTok dances? I'm nine old, bro. I'm yeah. nine years old. What do you mean, baby mama? Yeah. And right, and it is weird, and there is a dichotomy of how. Telling a black person you aren't black enough is a very yeah. disparaging thing to say. But to yeah. a white person, if you tell them, like, I've had black friends tell me, like, Seth, you're a boop. And yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Because, I was, because I was black American culture is, is cool. Yeah. I was living. Yeah. Remember that one comic we saw at the cellar? Uh, Daniel, was it Daniel? The host that one night? Or? No, the, the, the weird talking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel yeah. Simonson. Uh, a great comic, by the way. You guys look at him. He's very funny. He has a lot of clips. But he had the bit at the end where he was like, he has a lot of black friends and like and like the N-word is like, it's such a nasty word. Like if you call someone it, but if you're white and you get called it, it's one of the best yes. things that ever happened to you. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. like only one of the best days of my life Dude, when yeah. they called me the N-word. <laughs> For real. I, my vertical gained six <laughs> inches that day. I swear to God. It's just from the spirit. Yo. Dude, they put some spirit in me, yo. man. Yo, you, you fucking yeah. changed your name from Seth to Saquon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Saquon All of Valley. a sudden, I'm like jerking chicken in my pastime. Like, what the fuck happened to Seth? I'm like, oh my God. I'm Sethion now. Saquon I, Jones, Saquon, bro. Saquon. <laughs> Saquon Jones the third, bro, on the Saquon fifth Saquon Jones Beyonce. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yo, but, trans. That's yeah. why I think the transracial thing didn't take off. I think I told mm. you this. A transracial thing I think didn't take off wasn't because transracial wasn't a real thing. If trans men and women are a real thing, which they are, why can't people identify as a different race? All right, because they feel that way. They feel they were maybe born in the wrong race or race. No, in the I've wrong seen race. white guys who are lost yeah. in their body. And, they are not white, dude. And, and I think the reason why the transracial didn't take off, I think it could be valid in a lot of ways, but the reason why it didn't take off is because culturally, like, white people realize, or I feel like, not all white people, but a lot of white people realize, like, if they let trans racial fly, they let people actually identify as a different race, everyone's going to be white. 
And it's going to just fuck up so many numbers. Yeah. Like when it comes to loans, college admissions, all these things, yeah. you know? And it's, and it's going to be like, well, fuck. How do white people get a leg up now yeah. if if this fucking Chinese man says, I identify as a straight white male, you know? Right. It's just going to fuck up everything. So I think that's why they were adamant on like, <laughs> no, Rachel Dolezal, get the fuck out of your white bitch. True. Ain't nobody going to be But the thing is, like, that was only a lot of people on the internet being mad at it, but she's yeah. still doing things in, up in Washington. Yeah. And, like, doing things for Dude, the black I, community. I've heard so, Washington yeah. is, like, is, like, uh... That's the Wakanda? Mecca for like that's the Wakanda for black dudes that fuck white women. Oh really? Like like I've heard like Washington, even some parts of Oregon, it's like the white women there like love black dudes. From what I hear. Yeah. It, okay. It's it's like weird like that. I was yeah. like, of all places. That's it. Really, that's actually Washington. off uh Kirk Cobain was working on a song like that. <laughs> yeah. was like, yeah. He was working on a song called uh Box Braids. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was trying to He boxed his braids. <laughs> she, he fucked my girl. Oh my god. Yo, shout shout out to Kirk Cobain, bro. Dude, shout out, man. Shout, shout out to Kirk Cobain and uh, <laughs> and Dave Grohl. Have you dude I'd recommend audiobooks. Poor bassist. He always gets left out. Chris, Dave Chris, Grohl, it was Chris, like, Chris Novoselic. Yeah, yeah, Chris Novoselic. I always fucking forget his name. Yeah. But Dave Grohl went on Who's to like, like six, seven, a two? superstar. Yeah. And then the bass was like, no, nah, I'm good off these millions, the, he, my royalties. He also became a politician. No, oh, really? Yeah. What? <laughs> In the state of California. Yeah. He like wanted, because he had like money and he wanted to like help yeah. people. What about so, Dr. Oz? And, and, and he still plays bass every now and then. He'll do like, what, Dr. Oz? Yeah, let's talk about Dr. Oz. What he's a fucking douchebag. It seems like. Really? You think? Yeah. Uh, it seems like. I mean, well, he he grew up with money. He's like he scanned people with diet pills constantly. Like yo, let's get open the diet scammer. pill game. Like open scammer. So it's like, dude. First of all, you you come from money. You you fucking ruin people's lives with your scams, and then you like uh, pontificate like you're this moral upstanding person, mm. and you're not. And then you're gonna run yeah. for fucking senator in Pennsylvania as a senator or governor. I, I can't remember Senate. which I one. Senate. I think it was Senate. Um, yeah, it is Senate because he's going to be in Congress. He lost. Okay, so Thank God he lost. Dr. Oz versus Dr. Drew boxing match. Three oh, rounds. Oh, Dr. Drew for sure. Bare knuckles. Dr. Drew for really? sure, bro. Yeah. Have Oz you seen, looks a little have, dude. Have you seen Drew with his shirt off? No, is Jack, he ripped? Jack. Is he ripped? Dude, yep. let me look this and, up right now. And the rumor has it from a lot of hog. dudes. Hog. I've heard that. Fucking I've, I've heard fat hog dick. Rumors. Long and fat dick. <laughs> I've heard hog rumors. Yeah, there legit is, hog. Yeah, there is just that that Jewish gene. Yeah, that there's the chosen people of the chosen people who yeah. have a crazy yeah, behind, yeah, you know? yeah, Jews. I feel like it's a mezuzah. You gotta kiss like, it on the way in. I, I feel like with Jewish men, you either get like a fucking insane jacked, like fucking mm-hmm. Adonis, yeah, like specimen, or like Vladi Carl Divac, Jr. Eastern European six eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like a Carl Jr. Yeah, there's no <laughs> in between. Carl Jr. Carl Jr. So I don't know funny. why I keep saying Carl Jr. Dude, that's a that's this is coming out first, so yeah. that's a little teaser for next week's episode. All right, watch as a Carl Jr. Yeah. yeah, you need to figure out who that is. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm, oh yeah, I need to look up uh, Doctor Drew Dick Outline. Oh, Doctor Drew. <laughs> yeah, these are the hard hitting questions. By I accidentally Bacchus. typed in Doctor Stu. Yeah. And that is a rapper. Actually, oh, okay. yeah, a rapper know. came up. Uh, Doctor Drew. Yo, what happened to the to the doctor names with rap? It be, all became little. Remember when Big was a thing for a while? And rapper names announced little. Okay. No, he, yeah, he's little, looking pretty good. Let me look up uh, Hog. Oz Oz seems like more lean. He seems like a runner. Drew seems like he would be like a boxer. Cardio's for Democrats. What what's Oz doing? 
Cardio's for Democrats. Cardio, cardio is for Democrats. That's what Democrats it is. <laughs> <laughs> cardio and electric cars. Yeah, true. I, <laughs> I fucking yeah. and non-fat dressing of your salad. <laughs> yeah. I hate salad so fucking yeah. much. I it's terrible. Oh yeah, I I fucking hate spinach. Spinach is literally like leather. I I hate because one thing about spinach. Spinach is good. No, I fucking hate His it. His wife most is of, hot too. Doctor Drew's wife is fucking. Yeah, yeah, she's she's hot. she's she's still banging. Both both mm. of them are like old. They're like in their sixties, I think. Yeah, they still yeah they still bang, dude. Like, they look great. Well, well, you know she's on testosterone. That's why her shoulders are looking so defined, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, they they, they 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 I mean they brought her on a pot a bunch of them, but yeah. like she like has like testosterone pellets which they'll put in women whose like estrogen goes down like after menopause so they're like little pellets that they surgically like incision on their thigh yeah. and they'll put them in and they have testosterone so then, then the chicks like yeah. have like a high sex drive in like their 50s and 60s and everyone like everyone will just, just top you all the time everyone becomes non-binary at like 65 yeah yeah you just become non-binary you really do. <laughs> yeah. dude I, yeah. I, 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 I went to to burn bar to go vote yesterday yeah. And uh, the, the the lady who was like, oh, come here and, you know, put in your, your uh, ID. Your voice registration will find out your register and everything. I'm a registered. I sign up. And I was like, why does she look so familiar? And I was like, oh, she looks just like Iggy Pop. I was like, why do I like this woman already? She looked exactly like Iggy Pop. She was old. An old Androgynous, dude. And Iggy Pop kind of does look like an old grandma sometimes. Yeah. Kind of all like of, Steven Tyler. All, of 80s all old metal. rock yeah. guys. They look like Steven Tyler looks like somebody's grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was like, why do I like because I, I I love Iggy Pop. He's fucking fantastic. I love his music. And so I was like, why do I like this woman so much? Even though she said like a few things to her. I was like, I don't I, I just love her. And Your then, type and, and then is, I look closer, uh, I was like, what? Your type is Iggy Pop? No, I'm not talking about sexually. Oh, really? I'm, no. I'm talking oh, about music. Just, no, my type is I'm la- confused. Is Latina with a dumper. That's my type. Well, right? That's everyone's type. That's my No, mom's it's not. Type. Sadly, it's not. Some people don't know oh. what what good taste well, I mean, is. Well, Andrew Oriana, he likes like thinner white chicks. Yeah, I mean, like, he already brings the tits. Like, <laughs> exactly. He yeah. Exactly. He has his dad's name, his mom's tits. Yeah. He has your eyes and he has your tits. Yo, 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 imagine you inherited Dude, it. I'm, no, he's Dude, not. you know that's an actual condition? What? Gynecomastia. Like, yes, gynecomastia. Hell yeah, dude. You do it. Bro, they're, they're You're the only motherfucker who, who knows about gynecomastia. I only know because Ryan Sickler has a podcast called uh, Honeydew. Listen to it. It's great. Where uh, they highlight the low light. So he'll bring comics, musicians, all kinds of people. Uh, he's had a lot of people. Tommy Lee. Uh, fucking Check out all the, the episodes comics. with Prof. Yeah. The first one was audio only, but mm-hmm. the second one that he was on Prof is a rapper. Yeah. He's fucking, he's great. Check I'm, out I, I think I've listened to that Yeah, one. he's great. Yeah, but he has, a, I, I believe a comedian on in LA that, that had gynoplasia where he grew full on tits when he was 17 and he didn't tell anybody and he like hid them. He didn't know what it was and he just hid them and then he had to go to jail. There's a story. <laughs> he had to go to jail for like a week. And they're like, all right, gotta take a shower. He's like, I'm not, I'm not taking a shower. And then Ryan like made like some joke about, like, yeah, somebody's gonna titty fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, yeah, 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 yeah. I was, go- I was gonna go. Yeah, it was hilarious, and he yeah. didn't take a shower, but it was a great story. I think he got surgery and got his tits removed and everything. Dude, but like crazy. If that was a kid of immigrant parents. 
that yeah. immigrant parents would probably find out and be yeah. like, it's probably because you thought about tits so much and grew them. <laughs> yeah. You know, like some weird. Uh, it's because you sat too close to the TV. And, and it's one yeah. thing to have tits, but he describes them as they were like D cups. They were like real. Damn, you had like full, full knockers. on knockers, bro. He had, Chick he tits. Had, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So it's way worse. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And he had them for like years. Just didn't tell him. He just had him, never took a shirt off. And then fucking. And then, yeah. That was an out. episode in American Dad. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah, Steve Smith got got boobs. <laughs> Dude, they're, and he became popular because everyone's just like <laughs> touching his tits. <laughs> Dude, there there are some fucking insane lowlights in that, like, fucking. And you could tell, like, certain stories. I'm like, okay, I get why this person, like, there was one with, with Jeselnik on it where one of his lowlights was when he was, like, in the fifth grade. He went to New Orleans with his family. And then, like, there's, like, a swamp meet. And this guy had like a knife. It was like a crocodile Dundee knife. It looked like a sword. And he was like, yeah, for five bucks, you can have it. So he just bought it as like a fifth grader. And then he brought it to school. Just like, dude, check out my knife. And then the teachers found out and they had to have like a whole meeting with his parents. Like, like what the fuck? Why are you bringing this knife? Like, do you want to hurt somebody? Do you want to kill people? And it's like, no, I just thought it was a cool knife. And then everyone's like turns on him. And I was like, I, I could see that villain origin story happen. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be the best fucking comic. Fuck all you pieces of shit. This is, uh, I'm going to prove you wrong, you know? Have you ever been interrogated at school? Um. Yeah. Did think... you ever get in trouble or like searched? No, I, I did get suspended. What did you get suspended for? I, I got too many detentions. If you get eight detentions, you get suspended. I think I told you this already, right? What? Yeah, yeah. When I was in middle school, the rule was if you get eight suspension, you get eight detentions, you get suspended, three day suspension. You prove that you don't want to be in school by acting out. You get detention. You do that so much. You've really mm. proven you don't want to go to school. They suspend you, yeah. and then they're like, "Why is he falling behind in grades?" Yeah, it was. I feel like our positive fucking, affirmations aren't working. It's so dumb. So well, retarded. My math teacher hated me. And I remember. I she hated me. It was my last class. I I couldn't I couldn't sit down and do the homework. I had to go talk to my friends. So I'd get up and I'd go sit by them. She'd move me. I'd get up and Dude, go talk to you've them. You've been heckling since then. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. You've been bro. heckling since bro. kindergarten, bro. <laughs> bro. Bro, voted most likely to be a comedian, bro. They weren't wrong. Did, did they actually vote? Yeah, it? yeah, in high school. No, you stuffed the ballot box for sure. I never did, no. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. All right. No, it, it made sense. I was always cracking jokes. I was the one always talking mad shit in high school. Uh, we um, just hit thirty minutes, dude. Okay, well, we'll we'll wrap it up. But I got I got detention because, um, I, my goal I I never up until eighth grade, thirteen years I'd never taken a shit at a public toilet because I hate public restrooms and I was like they're disgusting. I'm never gonna take a shit in one. I, I would I'd always take a shit at home. If I had to take a shit, I would hold it. I'd force myself to hold it until I got home, no matter what, doesn't matter where we were, and. Then like I was I was I was in my math class when my teacher hated me and all of a sudden my, my, my butthole was like, Oh, it's gonna come out soon. You can't control this. It was like, I'm gonna shit my pants if I don't leave now. So I go, Can I go to the bathroom? And she goes, Yeah. So I go to the bathroom. Like just clench you know when you clench your butthole and you're like taking little baby steps because you take two biggest strides or butt's gonna open up and you're just shit yeah. everywhere. And then I get you, to the you, I, it sounds like you have a loose butthole. Yeah, yeah, let's keep very going. loose, bro. Oops. All right, shout out Father Michael. All right, and then I went in there and the first stall is uh, clean but it's broken, so like completely broken off, so you can't even close it. I was like, I can't take a shit. The second stall, um, 
um, is dirty and it works, but it's way too dirty. The third stall is the least dirty that works, but it's still disgusting. There's this fucking Goldilocks situation yeah. going on with public yeah. restrooms. Well, no, it's disgusting, bro. So the third stall is disgusting. There's water everywhere on mine, you on the floor. It was like somebody Always. sprayed a hose. No, it was like puddles. Yeah. It's disgusting. So, and then first of all, I clean it up. I stack it with toilet paper. I mean, like an inch and a half stacked high of toilet paper just to barely hover my ass Dude. over it. I take the shit and then I go back to the classroom. And then I get back and my teacher goes, where were you? I go, I was in the bathroom. She goes, for 10 minutes? I go, yeah. She goes, so you weren't just walking around the school? And I was like, no. And she goes, well, it should, something like that shouldn't take 10 minutes using the bathroom. And I go, I was like, I'm not going to tell this bitch about my whole fucking public restroom fucking phobia. So I was like, took me 10 minutes. And she goes, okay. And then I sat down, I did my work. And then the next day I get called to the vice principal's office. And I was like, what am I going there for? So I go there and I'm talking to vice principal. And I was like, what am I here for? And she goes, well, remember last time you came here, you had seven detentions? I go, yeah, I haven't got a detention since. And she goes, you got an eighth detention. And I was like, no, I, did, I, I didn't do anything. I've been good. And she's like, um, it says here you said you were in the bathroom and then you walked around the school. And then I was like, no, I, I, I went to the bathroom. She's like, well, the teacher says here you uh, walked around the school, so that's your eighth detention. So starting Monday, you're suspended for three days. So don't come to school until Thursday. And that's how I got suspended. Dude, fuck school. Dude. And and now I would push back. I would fucking sue yeah. the school. But oh, dude, I was resistance. a 13-year-old kid and like I wasn't rebellious at all. Dude, that's that's some bull- it, let's end it on that. Hey guys, fuck school. Fuck school. That's why I stopped teaching. Although some of some of the students were fucking awesome. Shout out to him. <laughs> I'm just Yo, I just started shouting out to- students, bro. <laughs> shout out to shout our out, Patreon. Shout- uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's not, that's not a real story. Let's stop bringing that's up children story. names. All right. Thank you guys I, for listening. I start shouting out 11-year-olds that I used to teach. Thank you for yeah. listening to the second episode Thanks of the Black Republican Podcast. Podcast. You guys have a good one. Adios. Bye.